This episode of Markets Daily is sponsored by CME Group. It's Friday, October 6th, 2023, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. My name is Noel Acheson, Coindesk collaborator and author of the Crypto is Macro Now newsletter on Substack. On today's show, we're talking about jobs, market volatility, and more crypto expansion outside the US. So you don't miss an episode, be sure to follow the podcast on your platform of choice. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Now, a markets roundup. Markets are moving today after an unexpectedly strong signal from the US economy. I'll talk more about this in a moment. But first, Bitcoin was rising in early trading today, at one point almost reaching $27,800. It has since corrected, however, losing part of the day's gain, and at 10 a.m. Eastern Time was trading at $27,512. This is down 1.8% over the past 24 hours. Over the same period, Ether was down half that, nine-tenths of a percent, trading at $1,628. Despite today's volatility, the trend seems to be up. Bitcoin has gained almost 2% over the past week, while the S&P 500 is down by roughly the same amount. Ether is not faring so well, down almost 1.3% over the past seven days. Moving on to signals in the macro market. The US jobs data is in, and it came in hot. US employment unexpectedly surged in September by the most since the start of the year. This came after a private sector report on Wednesday suggested a notable slowing in the job market. The official figures out earlier today did not show that. Non-farm payrolls increased by almost 340,000 in September, almost double expectations, and much higher than August's upwardly revised 230,000 increase. The unemployment rate was slightly higher than consensus forecasts, at 3.8%, the same as the previous month. Looking closer at the figures, however, suggests that things are not quite as strong as they may look. The growth in average wages eased slightly, but on a year-on-year basis is still 4.2%. This is way above where the Federal Reserve would like it to be. The jobs data, which has been called a blowout by some analysts, suggests that the Federal Reserve might have to raise rates again after all. The CME futures market had been signaling a market conviction that we are at peak rates for the cycle, but expectations are now on the move. After a week of alarming rises, U.S. government bond yields had been taking a breather over the past day or so. Well, not anymore. The 10-year yield jumped on the news and is now again approaching the 15-year high of almost 4.9% it reached on Wednesday. The DXY dollar index also jumped. In other words, market strain is back. The next big economic data point that could influence the Federal Reserve's thinking is the U.S. September CPI report out next Thursday. U.S. stocks were flat to slightly lower yesterday, as the bond market and oil price seem to have settled down. Today is a different story, however, with all major indices down sharply. About half an hour after the U.S. Open, the three major indices were down between 6 and 7 tenths of a percent. European shares ended slightly higher on Thursday, with the Eurostock 600 up 4 tenths of a percent. 
Today started out on a very positive tone, with strong increases across the board. Then came the US jobs data. Indices plummeted, but have not yet unwound all of the day's gains. The yield on Germany's 10-year government bond, which had fallen back from its 11-year high on Wednesday, is again being dragged up by its US counterpart and by some aggressive rates talk from European Central Bank officials. In Asia, Japan's Nikkei index closed down three-tenths of a percent today as investors brace for more currency turmoil. After a sharp recovery earlier this week, the yen is dropping again. Traders are back to speculating that the Bank of Japan might be asked to intervene. This is despite signs that authorities are engaging in unscheduled market operations to keep government debt yields down, which makes it harder to support the currency. In commodities, oil prices have continued their pullback despite some volatility this morning. Brent crude is trading at around $84 per barrel and looks set to lock in its steepest weekly decline since March. Gold is also having a volatile day. It dropped sharply after the jobs report came out, but then bounced. It is up around two-tenths of a percent on the open, trading at $1,823 per ounce. Stay with us. Next, we're going to talk about crypto expansion outside the US. CME Group cryptocurrency futures and options provide market-leading liquidity for Bitcoin and Ether trading. These cash-settled contracts give full exposure to crypto performance without the hassle of holding the physical position. No digital wallet? No problem. Trade nearly 24-7 in a transparent CFTC-regulated market. Visit cmegroup.com crypto to learn more. This communication is not directed to investors of any specific jurisdiction or to recipients based in jurisdictions in which distribution is not permitted. It cannot be considered investment advice or results of market experience. Past results are are not indicative of future performance. Trading derivatives products involves the risk of loss. Please consider it carefully. Full disclaimer included in show notes. Welcome back. In headlines today, Kraken is accelerating its expansion into Europe. This further highlights how crypto markets outside the US continue to grow, while the US market is held back by regulatory uncertainty. The US-based exchange is planning to acquire CoinMeester, a registered crypto broker based in the Netherlands. When the European legal crypto framework known as Mika comes into effect next year, this base will give Kraken another point of access to all of the EU. It's not Kraken's only recent crypto move in Europe, just the latest one. Last week, the company announced it had secured registration with the Bank of Spain. Next, the Netherlands has not exactly been friendly to crypto companies. You may remember that in July, Binance announced it was leaving the Dutch market, and last week, Gemini announced that they were also pulling out. In January, the Dutch National Bank fined Coinbase for not registering a few months after it had registered. And to comply with local regulations, Coinbase has to ask for additional details for any transfer off the exchange. This includes the recipient's name and residential address, as well as the purpose of the transfer. I'm not singling Coinbase out here. I imagine the other exchanges operating in the Netherlands do as well. But it does go against the crypto ethos of permissionless and anonymous transactions. Still, the greater the crypto presence in the Netherlands, the greater the scope for some pushback. Yesterday, Coindesk reported that crypto exchanges had won a legal battle against the Dutch central bank. 
a Rotterdam court ruled that the crypto companies could not be charged additional fees for complying with anti-money laundering registration requirements. Around 2.2 million euros in fees, that's roughly $2.3 million, had been paid to cover the Dutch central bank's operational expenses in supervising the registration. That's it for today. For more crypto podcasts, check out the Coindesk Podcast Network. You can reach us at podcasts at coindesk.com, follow us, and if you like the show, please leave us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Markets Daily is produced and edited by Eleanor Paul, with executive production by Jared Schwartz. I'm Noel Atchison for Coindesk. We're back tomorrow with more market news and insights.